Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh! Yeah! All right, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to August 11th, 2022. It's a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are ready to go for a Thursday morning, and we will give you a nerd alert today. We have a chance for you to go check out some 41 and Simple Plan. That show is happening on Tuesday at the old Revolution Center, which is going to be very nice. We're excited for that. And, of course, we will have some good times on this show this morning. Oh, we will? I hope so. I certainly hope so. It all depends on what you did last night, Big J, because it has to be more exciting than me spending the night in the studio. Why were you spending the night here in the studio? I told you. I had to run the uh, board for Adam. Oh, that's right. That's not the entire night. No, Two well, hours. No, well, it's three. I mean, you have to get here and back. Jeez. And so you, you show up around 5.30 and you're here until around 8.15? Yeah, you're more interesting. I did nothing. <laughs> but that means nothing. you had to do something. I, I can't imagine you stared at a wall for uh, Yeah, we, we, we watched uh, the, re- the, the rest of the season of uh, the home edit. I don't know what that is. I've, to- I've talked about this before. Uh, the home edit, where they, the two ladies that uh, that they organize stuff. Is that a new season? Yes. Or are well, you picking up on the one that you dropped yeah, off? Yeah, we, we haven't watched. We had to finish it, so I we see. had to finish season two. That's the that's the uh, show where I realized I've got a friend. Who's right, wife Jeremy. Is yeah. A star. Yeah. So uh, we finished off that. I'll watch that together and um, eat some dinner and just chilled out because uh, you know the wife's on the way to the airport right now. Because she's going to Vegas uh, for a couple days before us. Because she's hanging out with her grandmother in uh, Pahrump. She lives in Pahrump, Nevada. I don't know where that is. It's just a little bit outside of Vegas. Okay. So So she's going to be there for like a week and a half? Yeah. Oh, my God. But she's not going to be in Vegas proper, of course, these first couple of days. We were talking about off the air about how many days Big J's going to be in Vegas and how I feel like Vegas is like a two-day town. And then I start if you're to just feel out in the in the casinos, absolutely. But that's what I go to Vegas for. Uh, I've well, seen the shows and done the stuff. You're a degenerate. Well, no, I'm not. If I were a degenerate, I'd be in the casinos for longer than two days. Uh, you can't afford to do it any longer well, than that. No, it's not like I lose my ass every time I go. In fact, the last oh, couple of times witnessed. I've I've actually left up. But I will say this: it's just like I, I don't know, maybe. I start to feel gross and dirty, I suppose, after a couple of days in there. But, you know, you're not going there for all that stuff. Yeah, But, I mean, the amount of time you're going to be in Vegas in the next calendar month is crazy. Yeah, I am. It's my second home. Yeah. Home away from home. You're going to be there for a week on vacation, and then you're going to go back, like, two weeks later for, like, three days. And that's going to be debauchery. There's no way around that. Yeah, I I was telling the wife, I'm like, I need to, because Saturday, going to a concert. So I'm flying... To Vegas uh-huh. Saturday evening, landing, and then we're gonna go to the concert. She's gonna pick me up from the airport, <laughs> and so we're gonna go check into the hotel that I'm. We're gonna be staying at, and so I'm like, I need to take a super nap, or I, I something. I need to find some way to stay up past 8 p.m. 
Because w- that's the Rob Zombie Mudvayne show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be... Because you're going to want to stay... Well, will you leave before Rob Zombie comes on? No, no. No, 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 no. Okay. That's not happening, man. I mean, I know... It's out-of-town concerts. So oh, different. I see. Okay. So you, you, you Iron Man and go for the whole show. Yeah. But do you leave to be traffic? There's no traffic in Vegas. You're crazy, right? Well, it's at Mandalay Bay, so uh, I'm going to walk right over back to our hotel. Oh, okay. So I didn't know. I didn't know where you were staying. So I didn't know if you had to like Uber to the uh, the actual show or the venue or wherever it may no. be. So it's indoors, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to have yourself a good time either way. Uh, and certainly uh, you're going to be on vacation all next week. So there's that Suck to look at everybody. Uh, for Jesus. Uh, but we should probably play some music and get started here on the old show. Let's kick things off with some Rage Against the Machine, if we will. It is killing in the name of um, 100.3, the X Rocks. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, it didn't take long if you were one of the people that wanted to check out the NHL preseason matchup that's coming to town between the Arizona Coyotes and the Vegas Golden Knights on October 8th. If you got tickets, you were lucky because it took uh, less than an hour for those to completely sell out. Of course, the Idaho Steelheads season ticket owners got the first chance and then the rest of the sales tickets went on to the internet and those went quick. Uh, the exhibition match will be the first time that the NHL has played here in Boise since 1997. That's when the Kings and the Sharks faced off prior to the Steelheads' first season here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, but they were done pretty damn quick. The sellout is pretty impressive considering uh, Boise State football is scheduled to face Fresno State on the same day at Albertson Stadium. We also uh, had that clutch show in town that night with Helmet at the Knitting Factory. So there's lots of things happening that night. But uh, if you wanted to go to the NHL game, it's going to cost you a pretty penny now. But also don't forget, like, uh, plenty of scalpers have scooped up tickets, too. I mean, I looked, and they're on secondary markets already for a ridiculous amount of money. So you're going to have to pay through the ear if you want to go check out this game. But anything's possible as long as you have the money, Big J, because this is America. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. You're just going to have to pay a pretty penny for you to get in the door. So I probably shouldn't be surprised it sold out that quick, but I do know a bunch of people, including our very own Adam, were very upset that they couldn't get in to purchase those tickets as quickly as they wanted to. They were having issues right away. So it might be one of those. Remember when Tool came to town and it was a big brouhaha? Yeah. And they sold out in four minutes, and then it turned out every scalper in the world just picked up the tickets? It could be one of those situations as well, because there were plenty of tickets on the internet yesterday. Yeah. Well, every Steelheads game doesn't sell out. No. So, Well, this is the NHL, too. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying is... Yeah, there's not that many season ticket holders, is what you're saying. Right. But also, yes, I mean, I do believe that there was a pretty big interest in this, too. I mean, don't forget that capacity for that place is 4,000. It's not like the biggest place in the world, but that's kind of what makes it cool to see an NHL game yeah. in that particular capacity. As they can actually hear you scream at them. Yeah. Call them names mm-hmm. and call their mom things. It's just, it's great. It'll be fun. Enjoy. NFL looks like they're going to be adding a Black Friday game to its schedule, according to the Sports Business Journal. It will most likely start next season, however. Amazon, which won the exclusive Thursday Night Football package for the Prime Streaming Service, will stream that game. It will be taking place after the day after Thanksgiving, according to the report. Of course, the NFL already has three Thanksgiving Day games as well. Looks like they're adding another one to the bunch after Jeez. that, because most everybody has that day off anyway, and yeah. the NFL thought we might as well take advantage. So you're going to have to choose between shopping or the NFL on Black Friday, I guess, if you want to. I mean, that's the beauty, I suppose, of like one game and one game only. It's like you could hit or miss it, I suppose. It depends on the matchup. But 
Yeah. The NFL is just trying to take as much of that pie as they can, and they continue to do, be pretty good at it. Vulture reports that Warner Brothers movies are no longer guaranteed to stream on HBO Max after 45 days. Instead, Warner has decided it's going to reevaluate re its release strategy on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, if you remember, during the pandemic, Warner Brothers reached a deal with HBO Max to pretty much release their movies that were going to release in theaters on HBO Max. And then they stayed there for a while, went away, and then they came back. And now, since theaters opened back up, you could wait 45 days and then they would show up on HBO Max as long as they were a Warner Brothers release. Well, that's not guaranteed anymore. So uh, I'm trying to think of the last Warner Brothers movie I watched on HBO Max, and it might be Suicide Squad, Big J. Uh, I, watch well, I watched the Matrix movie, so that's that. Did you ever do that? No. <laughs> You're not missing much. Uh, and that's then, why I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know what else there was involved in that particular transaction. So... I can say I'm not sure I'm missing stuff. I will say this, though, man. I mean, I really hope they don't screw up HBO Max because I do think it is the best streaming service out there now. From but its depth of, of, yes. uh, of the stuff that's series, on there, yeah. for sure. And and the fact that they have, in my opinion, the, the original stuff that they release is also of the best quality. There's a lot of really good HBO Max stuff out there that you can be a part of if you want to. But uh, this Discovery Plus, Warner Brothers, HBO Max merger may screw it all up. I don't know. Uh, I don't like the direction it's going, I'll tell you that. But as of right now, it's still uh, in first place as far as I'm concerned. But that remains to be seen down the road if that's going to continue to be the case. Master Puppets Metallica here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'd like to tell you how my morning started, if that's okay, Big J. Okay, please. So uh, my alarm goes off at 4 o'clock in the morning. I uh, I reach for my phone, which is where my alarm is set, and neat, neat, I turn neat, it off. Neat, neat. And I notice that I have, uh, you know, usually I put my phone down and just kind of get up. But I did notice that I had a missed text message because I had my phone on silent when no. I go to bed. And uh, it was Randy texting me at 11 o'clock at night like a psychopath knowing yeah. that I'm well asleep. But, yeah, me too. Uh, so I, I saw that, uh, did not get back to him because I am not as rude as he is and I will not text him at 4 o'clock in the morning. But I, I also noticed that I had a missing Instagram message. So I log on to Instagram. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to check my message and see what it is. But what is the first thing that I see on Instagram the second that I open it up? I don't know if you follow Tommy Lee of Molly Crew on Instagram. But I do. And the first thing that I see, no, no lie, the first thing that pops up I, I, as the picture is a picture of Tommy Lee and his hog on Instagram, like on a full-on, yes, a full-on nude photograph of Tommy Lee that it looks like he's taking a bath, and I mean, it's everything. Did you screenshot it? I did not. I did not screenshot it. I, I, I was like, hang on, is this real? Because, you know, I also, mean, I was thinking, like, man, am I having naked dreams about Tommy Lee? What is happening? But then I realized it's real, and I'm like, how? And then I see it's like four hours old. I'm like, how is this still on Instagram? Now, I don't know if it's still on there. No, but it's I, not. Okay. Because uh, I did notice that right after that, he posted a picture of an elephant trunk, which makes sense if you know what Tommy Lee looks like naked. And I was like, wow. it had like 4,000 comments, and I was like, wow, that is crazy that it happened and that it was still up. I could not believe it. And then I went about my business and was just like, that's, that's insane. And I wondered how long it was going to be up. So it is down at this point. 
But I'm yeah, telling you, no. you're going to see stories this morning of Tommy Lee posting a picture of his hog on Instagram. It happened. It definitely was him. He wasn't hacked. He was ha- he like the caption said, "Oops!" Like he was doing it on purpose, kind of a thing, because he's Tommy Lee. But there was definitely a full-on nude picture of Tommy Lee's junk on Instagram this morning that I woke up to and I was like, oh, hey, hi, everybody. How old is he? I, he's, I mean, listen. That's he's, the last thing somebody wants to see is an old dude's uh, junk. Uh, listen, I, 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 he's in better shape than I am. I'll put it that way. In, in every capacity. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, that <laughs> went without that saying. I wasn't... I'll say that, yeah, the, the reason why the next picture on his Instagram feed was an elephant trunk makes a lot of sense. I mean, listen, also, we grew up in the 90s. I mean, whether you wanted to or not, at some point, you probably saw the Tommy Lee Pamela Anderson sex tape, right? I mean, that's just something that you stumble upon. I, I never upon. saw it, You no. never saw it? Not no. even, like, clips or anything? No. Boy, well, how pure you are. No, but, I'm uh, not pure. I just didn't want to see that. But I, I, it was something that I had stumbled upon as well. So, I mean, it's not the first time I've seen Tommy Lee naked, but it was certainly unexpected to wake up to it at 4 o'clock in the morning, his junk staring me in yeah, the face. You're right. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, I, I, I'd be shocked if he still had an Instagram account, uh, or at least one that isn't suspended for a little while. Uh, but I was going to uh, advise you to get rid of it, but you already went that, and tried uh, to look for it. It so. does not uh, meet their community standards. No, it does not. Uh, so, I, But I'm guessing if you go to Twitter or you go someplace else, somebody has screenshotted it. So I wonder if it even made the news yet. I don't. I mean, it, had, it was up for a while. Like I said, when I got up at four, it was up for four hours. So it had been up for since midnight. Yeah. And his <laughs> wife had commented on it. 57 minutes ago, Tommy Lee, 59, horrifies fans by posting a full (laughs) frontal nude Instagram. Yeah, it happened. It wasn't a figment of my imagination. Uh, And then I was just like, wow, okay. Uh, And then there were a bunch of people that said, you know, if somebody else did this, they'd be bad right away. They're probably right. I don't know. Sometimes it takes Instagram a little while to uh, catch up to that kind of stuff, especially if it's in the overnight phase. But there were a ton of comments, and a lot of people had seen it, and a lot of people were making jokes about it. But... Uh, listen, man. Uh, I, I'm okay. See, and by the way, uh, you know, if you got a, if you got micro junk, you're not posting that picture. No, so, no, no, no. That is not something. So that the you rest do. of us, yeah, Tommy you don't Lee, post pictures like that. Tommy Lee knows what he's packing, and he know, and he also knows most of America's seen it. On top of that, they also like had a whole gigantic. I mean, I never watched it, but the Hulu series, a whole episode oh, yeah. was about his junk. So I mean, it, it, it's not like it's a it's a well kept secret. By any stretch of the imagination, uh, emphasis in the word stretch. Morning after get, with Nick get naked. and Big J. <laughs> that is the methods of mayhem indeed. Uh, we got a nerd alert from Big J happening next on the X Rocks. Best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And we'll start with the House of Mouse. And, you know, <laughs> it's a matter, it was a matter of time before this happened. But starting December 8th, a version of Disney's streaming service will be available with ads for $7.99 a month. Now, if you're scratching your head, you're thinking, mm, that's what I'm paying now for my ad-free subscription. <laughs> that's because that ad-free tier is going to be costing you more money. 
Disney up to $10.99 a month. Now, the ad version will be known as Disney Plus Basic, with the ad-free tier known as Disney Plus Premium. All Disney Plus titles will still be available across both platforms. Now, uh, because uh, Disney also owns Hulu and ESPN Plus, look for price uh, increases in those as well. So, uh, Hulu, uh, which has uh, that ad-free model, uh, Hulu is set to get a price increase as well starting October 10th. So, the basic subscription will increase by a dollar from $6.99 to $7.99, and the ad-free tier going to $14.99. So, you're going to be paying 15 bucks for Hulu ad-free. Can you remember when streaming started and the selling point was watch television without commercials? Yeah. Well, that was the whole reason why everybody bailed and yeah. cut the cord, and now it's we're paying for the right to see them again. And as as you know, Nick, I've been going through this because we did cut uh, cut the cable cord again here uh, recently, and so I've been like, what am I going to do for football? And literally, the package that I want costs the same as it would have cost if I just kept DirecTV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're going to get you uh, one way or another, and uh, that's just the way it is. So, same with ESPN. They're increasing their prices. So, there is a premium version, which includes uh, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN+, Plus, and that's going to be stay the same at 20 bucks a month so uh look out for that not a bad package to and get that's that all, all commercial free the uh, premium stuff yeah, i think so okay. yeah yeah um so there you go there's the uh, house of the mouse news now call of duty modern warfare 2 is coming out uh in uh, uh november and uh you're gonna get uh, two multiplayer beta weekends coming up here in september so infinity ward and activision announced this a couple days ago the first uh the first will be for playstation 4 and playstation 5 so the playstation folks gonna get that uh that that exclusive opportunity to play call of duty modern warfare 2 in the beta in the second will be crossplay beta including all platforms so weekend one is set for september 16th to the 20th the first two days open to those who have pre-ordered modern warfare 2 and then september 18th to the 20th will be an open beta for all users who whoever has a ps4 or ps5 infinity Ward said a playstation plus subscription is not necessary to access the beta so that's great news for those folks and uh that the beta codes uh, that they're tied to activision account and are platform agnostic so uh you can access the beta on your hardware of choice so that's pretty cool now weekend two is september 22nd through the 26th and that's for everybody else pc xbox and uh and everybody can playstation log in again and play Yes, okay. yes, you can continue to play. That's a, that's a little bump that you get for that exclusion. By the way, this will be the last game that that exists in. Of course. Uh, it's September 24th to 26th, open beta for all platforms. Cross-platform play will be enabled, so you get a good look at how that works. And uh, PC players, you'll need to have your free battle.net. Uh, or Steam account ready to go. But Infinity Ward and Activision will reveal more uh, during a live stream event called Call of Duty Next, which will be held September 15th. Now, this is an era-defining franchise event showcasing the immediate future of Call of Duty, the studio said. That means they're going to give us a peek probably at uh, Warzone 2, which uh, is something that everybody is really looking forward to and to seeing how all that integration as they move forward with the next-gen stuff. There you go. There's your nerd alert. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. We got your important stuff. Plus, we're going to go to hell, but we have to do a look at things like traffic first. Morning after with Nick and Big J. This just in, Big J. For some people, getting their blood sugar under control can be a bit of a battle. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. A give and take. 
And apparently one big thing people make, a mistake they make when they're trying to battle that is some breakfast stuff. And according to dietitians, they say that you need to make sure you get enough fiber in your diet, bro. Yeah, it's really important. And one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they don't eat any breakfast if they're battling blood sugar problems, dude. That's a huge mistake. And you were just talking about how you don't eat a breakfast. Neither do you. No, but I don't have diabetes. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, it's well, a matter of time. Uh, how's, you. What the hell's your problem? Fight you. No. You don't eat breakfast. Uh, no, I don't eat breakfast. But, well, I don't eat breakfast all the time. But low-fiber breakfast, specifically, you know, jam and toast, like white jam and toast, can cause a spike in sugar. No, I like some jam and toast. So please. you swap that white toast for some whole grain. You add some real fruit in your, in your diet for some fiber. Uh, and then you add some protein, like yogurt or eggs. Next thing you know, you slow the release of carbs in your bloodstream, and you are back and rocking and rolling. But skipping breakfast together is considered a no-no. It is linked to developing type 2 diabetes. And so people want to make sure that you are on top of your game. So breakfast is an important meal if you have diabetes, if you're struggling with it, or you're pre-diabetic. So keep that in mind as you're going forward. Breakfast it up. Add some fiber. Add some fruit to your breakfast. Add some fruit to your diet, period. Fiber's a good thing. What's your preferred fiber intake, Big J? Fiber pills. You pill it up? Uh, refried beans. I like to have that with every meal. In pill form. <laughs> no. No, but fiber is super important when you're working with diabetes uh, because it really does exactly what they say, slow down uh, that uh, those carb- carbs hit in your body. Helps you poop, too. Yep. Cincinnati Reds and Chicago White Sox will be playing each other in the Field of Dream games tonight in Iowa, near the field where the 1989 movie was filmed. They started this last year. It was really cool and awesome to see, so they decided to continue it this season. They'll be wearing their throwback uniforms in a throwback ballpark. It seats about 8,000 people, with the game will be broadcast on Fox. That was pretty cool. It was between the Yankees and White Sox last year. Chicago won that game. The game drew nearly 6 million viewers. It was the most watched regular season Major League Baseball game on any network since 1998. So Fox is hoping to duplicate that or come close tonight. Not sure they will. Uh, You know, the Yankees always bring some eyeballs to the screen. I'm not sure the Reds have that same pop or the White Sox, for that matter, but it's the same White Sox team. Of course, that makes sense, it being the Field of Dreams game. But you can watch baseball on national television tonight if you want, I guess is my point. We could be the ending. We could be nearing the end of Steve Martin's acting career. According to the Only Murders in the Building star, the 76-year-old told The Hollywood Reporter that this may be his last role. When the television show is done, quote, I'm not going to seek any others. I'm not going to seek other movies. I don't think I want to do cameos. This is weirdly it, I think. But he said that he wasn't really interested in retiring. He just wants to work a little bit less. And then he added a maybe at the end. So I think he's leaving the door open, possibly. Now, it's already been renewed for another season. So uh, he and Martin Short and Selena Gomez are coming back for season three of The Only Murders in the Building. So he's not going away, away just yet. A lot of murders in that building. Uh, Well, it's only murders in the building. Uh, It's not, you know what it's about, right? Yeah. Oh, explain to me. Well, I haven't seen season two. But you They're a podcast right, exactly. that got together because, you know, yeah. of the crime in the building. Yes. But uh, that it has kind of uh, expanded out uh, to outside of the building uh, in this particular world, and I imagine they're going to probably keep it around. So uh, if you like the show, good news, it's coming back. Uh, but Steve Martin apparently is not going to be in a whole lot of stuff. But listen, man, 76 and still doing stuff on the regular? Pretty good run, I would say. And damn good at it. Favorite Steve Martin movie, Big J? Go. Um... 
probably the jerk. That's a good answer. A very good answer. Uh, that is fantastic. I've always enjoyed Parenthood. The movie yeah, Parenthood. Uh, is very, very good as well. He was great in that. And uh, listen, Three Amigos. God, he's got some good ones. <laughs> the Three Amigos is a classic, he's man. He's got some good ones. Guapo. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some We're Going to Hell action. Duck. Oh, man, we're going to hell. Oh, you know they're both going to hell, right? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Well, uh, we have a running theme throughout today's show, and that is Naked Men. Naked Men! As that is the star of today's We're Going to Hell story. And maybe if we all behave ourselves, Big J will be fully nude by the time the show's over. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. You never know. Uh, you never know with Big J, that's for sure. But we head to Florida for today's uh, We're Going to Hell story, and you know it's going to be a weird Tuesday when you are getting in your vehicle for work and you look across the street and you see a fully nude man just walking down the street. Like, hey, you don't see that every day. And then you look a little bit closer and you go, is that, is that, that Tommy Lee? <laughs> is that Tommy Lee? No, it's not Tommy Lee, but that dude definitely has a machete. And a naked dude and a machete walking down the street in Florida. I mean, hell, anything can happen, bro. Just shoot the guy. Uh, Immediately. So uh, the gentleman that spotted this uh, saw him around the uh, Volusia County Fairgrounds, which is pretty close to Tampa, Florida, around 10 o'clock in the morning. Naked dude just strolling down the street carrying a big-ass machete. And then he started picking, like, raspberries off of somebody's bush and then eating them and rubbing them on his body. So it's getting weird right away, okay? So this guy calls police and say, hey, guys, there's a naked man in my neighborhood with a machete picking raspberries and rubbing them all over his belly. <coughs> you might want to come out and get him. It's a detailed witness account, by, by the way. By the time police showed up, the suspect had moved on and was no longer in the area. And so they kind of were kind of waiting around for another, you know, naked man with a machete call to come in so they could head out. And sure enough, Big J, about 10 minutes later, the police get notification that there was a naked man with a machete at a gas station about three minutes away from where the cops were just doing push-ups in the middle of the gas station, which is... I mean, weird. This is starting to sound a lot like The Naked Man, starring Michael Rappaport. Right. And here's the problem. Whenever somebody would get close to him to try to get him, you know, put, I don't know, put a blanket on him or something. He puts a wrestling move on him. Well, he would pick up the machete and threaten to throw it at him. And then he actually did throw the machete at somebody. Luckily, it hit the dude handle first, so nobody got hurt. But it did get him in the chest, which has got to be pretty scary, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like when somebody's looking out for you. When somebody chucks a machete at you and it hits you with a handle instead of the blade version and it hits you in the chest, you're like, whew, man, I better go buy a lottery ticket or something. But according to the description they got from the gas station, they put two and two together and were like, hey, this is the same naked man that was rubbing raspberries on his chest not too long ago. So they went to the gas station. Sure enough, naked guy was still there. Uh, When the sheriff showed up, he was screaming at the top of his lungs at drivers, started doing more push-ups, started doing jumping jacks, and was behaving, as officers described, erratically. I think that's a pretty good definition. Deputies finally tased the naked man, which had to be a sight to see, right? I mean, there's tasing and Listen, there's tasing people, somebody I think, naked. pay money to see that stuff. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, because you're losing some sort of bodily function when that happens, so uh, something's coming out that wasn't usually there. Uh, he got tased, he got arrested for uh, attempted robbery with a deadly weapon, although I don't know what they said he was trying to steal. Maybe the raspberries? Aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and then aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because, yeah, he was still carrying the machete, which is never a good thing. 
In case you're curious, Big J, the gentleman who was arrested, his name was John Wright. He's 34 years old. You're not going to believe this. He's got a rap sheet pretty long. Oh. Uh, lots of naked false imprisonment charges, which is weird. Lots of <laughs> indecent exposure charges and all sorts of stuff. So this is just a dude that likes to get naked and high, I guess, is what it boils down to. But uh, that's rarely a good combination out in public. So you might want to keep that in mind and make sure that you're keeping your clothes on. Keep the machetes at home if you're on a bender. None of these things are good for other people around you. And for the love of God, keep your clothes on, everybody. Nobody needs to see that. Tommy Lee or otherwise. You understand? So he was arrested. He's facing a lot of charges. But listen, it's just another Tuesday in Florida, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Naked dudes with the machetes wander around all the time there. That's where our crazies go. This should not be a surprise to anybody. In fact, I don't think the guy that called it in originally was shocked at all. Maybe the guy rubbing raspberries on his chest would be striking. He's pretty weird, right? Yeah. Like, whenever you see that, you probably go, I don't, I'm not sure that person's all the way right. Or when they're talking to themselves. Yeah. That's but, now, but now, here's the thing. So you see somebody talking to themselves, you're like, man, that person's nuts. And then you see that they have an earbud in, and that they're just on a phone call. Yeah. But if they're fully naked, I, I think we're back to the nuts uh, diagnosis, no matter what. Or confusion. Yeah. And that's not where raspberries go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Faith No More. That is epic here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it is amazing what they're doing with computers. Is it not, Big J? Yeah, artificial intelligence is seeping into everything that we do, including uh, our movies. So uh, this is an interesting use of it, that's for sure. There's a movie coming out here this weekend called Fall, Nick. And it's uh, the movie is about two young women trapped at the top of a radio tower. I saw the trailer for this uh, like a week ago. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Now, uh, you know, at that first premise, you're like, oh, what's the big deal getting t- stuck in a radio tower? We can tell you firsthand. <laughs> they're uh, high up, They're y'all. very high up, and it takes a specialized team to work yes. on, on those towers. And so you yeah, have you- to hire climbers to go up there. And oh, by the way, one way up, one way down. And that way disappears, you're stuck. It's very expensive also. Yes. But uh, that beside the fact, and now this movie is filled with F-bombs, 30 of them. Yeah. And the producer's like, hey, we don't want this to be R-rated, uh, but at the same time, They're like, we're not going to redo a lot of this stuff. So how do we fix that? Well, uh, introduce you to uh, the folks at uh, Flawless, which is an AI-based intelligence uh, technology system from a company in uh, the UK. And really what they've specialized in doing is using um, this AI to to help uh, syncing movies that in other languages. So basically taking older movies and uh, syncing, for example, when they do dubs. Yeah, sure. Right. And so voiceovers for other countries. and it uh, really, they've really gotten it down where you can hardly tell that there's any difference in, in, in that when they're speaking. But what they've done now is uh, they have also taken this to, to changing those F words into something else like freaking or whatever. Uh, now, we have seen this. For, in TV if, edits, If you sure. grew up watching TV, you watch TV edits, I mean, just uh, Die Hard comes to mind is one of the most craziest. Yippee-ki-yay, mother, version. father. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways. So I, 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 and I haven't seen this movie, hasn't come out yet, so I don't know what it's going to sound like or look like. If it's natural or not, that's the key to me well here's the weird thing is like if they were always going for pg-13 
why go with all the F-bombs yeah, to begin with? Because you exactly. know you're allowed one. You're allowed one in a PG-13 movie, and then everything else is R-rated after that. Why that's the case is completely ridiculous, and that's another conversation to have altogether, but this is something the creators probably should have known. But that being said, if you drop the ball or you decide, like, nobody's going to go see this as an R-rated movie, but they might as a PG-13-rated movie, and you want to make that doubling back move, this could be a huge thing for you if it's done the right way. But if it sounds like a TV edit, it's yeah. going to be a real issue. And, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> can we get some artificial intelligence to help us with our edits? It'd be nice. Not not that, you know, I mean, sometimes we have to do that our own, but the, yes. the standard is the reverse, and it turns uh, an S word into an ish. Yes. So if you hear ish, you right. know, you'll even hear us sometimes make fun of that. Uh, that's what it turns it into. Um, it would be nice to see uh, that work uh, in the audio world for radio. Exactly. Uh, the, the, listen, I, I'm guessing I don't know what's going to happen, but we, we are headed towards a free-for-all society, I think. You know, like uh, the the way that we have radio edits for things uh, drive me nuts sometimes. But, you know, we are live in a world where you can overhear any conversation in the world and you're going to hear 22 F-bombs. I mean, the language has, whether you want to agree to it or not, uh, whether you think it's a good thing or not, it's certainly got to the point where everybody's swearing all the time, it feels like. And uh, it's just a part of everyday talk yeah. and conversation. But we still have this prudish kind of, I think, whole... Uh, older than now attitude sometimes well, where we don't we think it's it's inappropriate but yet everybody does it all the time part of the problem is the re responsibility of, of being of using that language responsibly and what i mean by that is is like uh, not every other word out of your mouth is is a slander or, or uh, a swear word sure um because then that just isn't interesting and it doesn't really make somebody want to pay attention to what you're saying so obviously you know if you were to switch that up you'd have to be some sort of a responsible person and every now and then use that colorful language for exactly that coloring a situation to make it more interesting yeah i mean you know we we use swear words in our real lives away from the microphone uh, a lot sometimes other times not so freaking much freaking a yeah freaking a but uh we're able to control ourselves for the most part when we are on the radio uh, and that's that's the important thing is being able to hold a conversation without having to put we that know most of you can't but yes there's a reason why we're on a delay everybody because you can't be trusted on a phone call for 10 seconds sometimes <laughs> without dropping an f-bomb yeah but uh, we're set to this high standard over here. <laughs> we're trying our best, damn it. That's what it boils down to. Maybe we just need AI on our show, and that'd be nice to be able to not worry about a delay, and then it could just correct us as we go. That'd be nice. And we could just talk like we normally talk. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you've been married for how many years? Ten years. And together for? Twelve. So this would be a fantastic question to find out how well you know your significant other. Do you know their passwords to things to log into stuff? Yes. I.e. social media, bill pay, that kind of stuff. And does the missus know yours? Yeah. Beautiful. That's a good thing. There's a new survey that finds that the average person believes that it would be no problem whatsoever to access their partner's information because they share each other's information with one another, and that is a sign of a good relationship. Now, according to the other side of things, where things go sour, and they don't think they really share that kind of stuff, or there's some, you know, I guess, breakdown in information between that, it, they believe that they can hack into their partner's passwords in five attempts or less. 
if, say, they forgot the password for whatever reason, something would be able yeah. to jar their memory to be able to do that. The survey also found that people will make more attempts to crack their partner's codes than try to remember their own forgotten password. Basically, they'll take five tries to try to hack into their partner's code, but only three before they give up and create their own password. How's that three number for you? If you forget your password to something, how long before you decide to just uh, click that forgot password link? Well, it depends on what it is, because there are different rules for different... Uh, you know, institutions and things like that. So a couple times, and you can be really screwed over. Yeah, you could be so, like locked out for 24 yeah. hours if you try it three times. And yeah, like, I would try. If there were three attempts, I would try two of them, and then I would just look up uh, in my my password remember. What is a password? Well, oh, you I, have like a file that you keep your passwords in. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. I'm not uh, gonna reveal all my secrets here on the radio, but it might be too late. No, but it is a good idea, and and it is nice that you have that kind of relationship where you can share that information with one another. It's probably pretty important for that to be a thing. Also, it's super important for in case of an emergency. Yes, like if you you should know each other's financial you know information and things like that. Like if I get kidnapped or if the wife gets kidnapped or something like that, those are important documents and things that you need to know to be able to find them sooner than later and before you have to get a subpoena Uh, there's all kinds of things law enforcement has to go through before they can tap into somebody's phone to see where they're at if they've been kidnapped (laughs) why are you laughing i'm laughing because you have a kidnapping plan yeah we have files we have files that that like hey in case somebody goes missing here's all the information that you need to to help find somebody no going missing and not hearing from somebody and that kind of stuff that seems reasonable to me just that you went from zero to kidnapping pretty quick well that would be the most likely well of course you're a high celebrity you know personality you're somebody's going to kidnap you at some point a security team for nothing of course all of this stuff makes sense to me i know you can't even go out in the street without thinking about getting kidnapped makes sense. Cleveland Browns announced yesterday that Deshaun Watson is going to start tomorrow's preseason opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That news came as the Browns are still waiting to see whether or not he'll be suspended longer than the six games that he was given by Sue Robinson last week. The NFL has appealed the ruling. I'm really not sure what's taking so long, to be perfectly honest. They went with this guy to expedite the process because they've worked with him a bunch of times before, but everything about this whole thing from the word go feels like everybody's dragging their feet, and I don't know why. Like, I mean, nobody's asking anybody to do any further investigation. It's all laid out in front of Mm -hmm. the appellate guy. He just has to go, yes, this punishment seems okay to me, or no, he should be punished more. That's the only thing we're waiting on, and we are on day five of that, I believe, which is bananas to me. So we'll see what happens. And oh, by the way, Roger Goodell could still tell that guy to pound sand and tack on even more games if he wants to. Listen, if he's that concerned about it, just man up and take it yourself. I know, but the next time Roger Goodell does that, will be the first time he does it. So we'll see. Manning up? or uh, Yes, all of it. Or, you know, basically, you know, putting his money where his mouth is. None of that stuff happens. There's a lot of talk coming out of him, but he really is the end-all, be-all and should be the one making this call because that's what they collective bargained for. I understand going through the investigative process, but that's now done. And if you're not happy with what that person did, then just make a call yourself. If you want him gone for the season, say he's done for the season. And, oh, by the way, this conversation's over. 
It's done. Because yeah. even if he decides to appeal, there's no court in the country that will overturn that because it's in the collective bargaining agreement that the players agreed to that he has the final say. There, it is legally binding. Now, that was a bad call by the players, no matter what you think about this situation. It was not smart to put that in there, but it's in there, and he has the power to do that. Why this is taking so long is dumb. And it doesn't do anybody any good, the game, the team, the, the 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 women that are involved in this, any of that stuff. So dragging this out longer just makes them look incompetent, which, by the way, each day that goes by, I'm starting to believe more and more. You still watch the morning show on Apple TV? No, I mean, I only watched the first season. Uh, but you liked it, right? Yeah, it was good. John Hamm is coming to that particular TV show. This is big news because it'll be his first TV show since Mad Men. He's going to play a corporate titan in the upcoming third season, which will begin filming later on this month. Apple TV uh, has got several shows that are fairly popular, but the morning show is the number one. That's got Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, uh, Jennifer Aniston in it. So the star power is very, very big, and Apple TV uses it as a cornerstone. So adding even more star power to it, probably not a bad move. Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, hey, some 41 and Simple Plan are coming to town next week. It's gonna be pop punk crazy, it's gonna be awesome for you. Happening at the Rev Center, we'll get you tickets to that. You just need to beat up Nick here a little bit on Pop Culture Smackdown, and you might have your work cut out for you today. Me? Everybody. Oh, okay. Well, let's see what you got, everybody. 208-287-1003. It feels like a hint. If you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, now would be the time to get on the horn and see if you got what it takes. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves contestant number one. Hello, The X. Hello. Hi. What's your name, please? Ronnie. Ronnie. Let's go. All right. Uh, Hey, Terry Boella is the real name of this WWE Hall of Famer with a killer handlebar mustache, brother. Hulk Hogan? Yeah, All there right. you go. Nice work. It is Hulk Hogan's birthday today. It will be special Hulk Hogan pop culture smackdown today, oh, Nick. no. So Hulk made a pretty big splash in Rocky Three, playing a wrestler, but he wasn't playing himself. What was the character's name, He Nick? was playing Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips is right. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Ronnie, Hulk Hogan's signature move was the leg drop, <laughs> the power bomb, or the pile driver. Can you repeat those again? Hulk Hogan's signature move was the leg drop, the power bomb, or a pile driver. I want to say the last one. The pile, the pile driver? driver? No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Ronnie. Appreciate you calling, though. I mean, it was great, too, in slow motion. <laughs> Everything he does in slow motion. Hello, the X. In particular, in Rocky Three. Hey, hello. Hello. Hey, what's your name? Caden Sebastian. All right, Caden. Caden, hold on here, man. Uh, Hulk Hogan's signature move was the leg drop, the power bomb, or the pile driver? Leg drop. Yeah! Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Nick, after leaving the WWE for the WCW, what name did Hogan wrestle under? Um, Well, hang on, Caden. This is for me. It's for Nick. Uh, I'm going to say Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That's correct. Right. Uh, Caden? This star is known for playing Thor is going to be portraying Hulk Hogan in a biopic on Netflix. Could you repeat that again? This star known for playing Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is portraying Hogan in a biopic on Netflix. 
Chris Hensworth. That's right. Yeah, dude. Nice. Right. Nick, uh, who inducted Hogan into the WWE Hall of Fame? Oh, my God. I mean, think of the choices. I know. I know. Um, Man, that's a good question. I never watch any of these induction ceremonies. It's terrible. You used to be a big fan. Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know why this name popped into my head, but I know they're close friends. I'm going to say Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That is incorrect. Son of a gun. Rocky himself, Sylvester Stallone, right. inducted really Hulk Hogan into, wow. the, into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, my man. You got it. You got tickets to go check out some 41 and job, Simple Kate. Plan. Hang on one second. It was Hulk Hogan knowledge. That's what it takes to Brother. go to the next level around these parts. We got your headlines. They're happening next on the X Rocks. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You want your hands on some X-Fest tickets? Boy, do I advise you to come out tonight, 6 to 8 p.m., the Getaway Bar in Nampa, 512 12th Avenue, $8 pitchers, $3 pints of Coors Light, and get your grubby little hands on some X-Fest 22 tickets tonight. Adam's going to be out there broadcasting live from 6 to 8. Swing on by. Grab your tickets to X-Fest 22 this very evening. Headlines are as follows. What a bargain. Tips for Big J and a rare weapon. Tips for Big J. You were headed to Vegas soon, Big J. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Well, how about you walk away from Vegas with some money? What do you think? Oh, I like it. Investigators say three men playing table games along the Las Vegas Strip cheated by bending cards and won over $126,000, dude. Bunch of people face charges as well as uh, the five other people that they have said helped plan the whole thing. They've taken plea deals. They're awaiting sentencing. Basically, uh, they bent face cards so that his friends would have an advantage during gameplay in one-shoe blackjack. You understand? Right. After reviewing the footage, three people were detained. That's when they decided to rat out their other five friends that came up with the idea. And now all eight of them banned from playing casinos. But didn't say what they're going to do with the money. I wonder what happens there. Hmm. So, Big J, maybe you run a little bit of a gambit this weekend. No. What do you think, huh? You know I don't play tables. That's true. You're just pulling the one-armed band. I'm a big wuss. In more ways than one. What a bargain or a rare weapon? Rare weapon. A Florida woman made a big mistake earlier this week when she attacked her boyfriend with a raw ribeye steak and landed herself in jail. According to police, 42-year-old Rochelle Wright and her boyfriend were involved in a verbal argument and, of course, were intoxicated. When next thing you know, she picked up a steak that she was going to throw on the grill and chucked it at him instead. Police were called onto the scene. She admitted to throwing the meat and told cops she was tired of his behavior while they were arguing. Cops listed the steak as a weapon in their report and charged her with domestic assault. She was taken to jail and released the next day. Seems weird, right? Like, I mean, she didn't hit him with the steak. But, like, I mean, I know it's not cool to get into arguments and throw stuff. But, like, if you're going to get arrested every time you throw something, I mean, you're going to be arrested while you're gaming, Big J. You understand? Yeah. So watch out. Like to see the game try to sue me, but also don't be chucking around ribeyes, man. Those are pretty expensive yeah. these days. Yeah, no kidding. That's some good flavoring marble. Meat. Once again, never discount Florida. All right, you never know when things are going to go sideways. Wrap it up with what a bargain. Everybody loves a two-for-one deal, but can I interest you in an 87 for the price of one deal? Yes. Because a home buyer in Nevada recently purchased a brand new house for $594,000. Now, you can imagine their shock when they were later informed by the county's assessor office that they were in fact the owner of 86 other properties as well. 
Apparently, somebody in the title company's office made a clerical mistake, which resulted in the home buyer being listed as the owner of 87 plots of land belonging to a development company, as long as a couple other properties near Reno. Now, some of the properties already had houses on them with people living in them. So all of these parties are now involved in this clerical error that have caused a huge, huge, huge inconvenience for everybody. Now, the title company, along with the assessor's office, is working to create, correct it, but it's going to require the home buyer to voluntarily transfer ownership of the extra properties they were awarded back to the developer, and they're hoping that that's what happens. But now we've got a question of morals involved here, right? Big yeah. Thing? I mean, if somebody gifts you, in this economy, 86 additional houses for what you've paid... That's on them. You didn't ask it. You are all of a sudden a property owner of a ridiculous amount of property. Yeah. What do you do? Because let me tell you what I would think about doing. If there's already properties on the house, yes. If there's already properties on the houses and people are living in them, I might voluntarily give them back to the people. I mean, I definitely would. Because I wouldn't want to put anybody out or screw them out of the home that they already own. But... If somebody accidentally gave me them and they're on, like, it's just property or it's de- developing, it belongs to a developer that's already a multi-million dollar company, I might, you know, twist my mustache a little bit in evil fashion and go, what am I going to do here? <laughs> I mean, this is a lot of money somebody has accidentally given me. What do I do? But you'd want to take the high road, I'm sure, Big J, because you're the moral center for the show. Agree or disagree? Yeah, uh, I don't. You've made that statement on me. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We've been talking about a really cool event that is happening on the 13th that we would like to bring your attention to. On the phone with us right now is Karen Fitzpatrick. She's a two-time cancer survivor that's got a great fundraiser coming up on the 13th. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Good morning. I am good. Thank you very much for joining us and talking about a really cool benefit that you've put together at Good Apple Tap House, which is an awesome place to go. Give us all the details and and why exactly this is important to you. Well, so it's just a beer and pizza benefit at the Good Apple, which is going to be on Saturday, August 13th from 2 to 6. And that's on the corner of McMillan and Locust Grove. Being a second time breast cancer survivor, I decided that I wanted to give back this year. I was going to get back to another another place, but I heard about Busting Out of Boise, and I just really liked what their um, statement was and their vision, and it's just to fill the gap, and it, it raises money to help women with all types of cancer, and it just helps them fill in the gap, like it can help um, with cleaning services, childcare, food, transportation, like during the summertime, they help with lawn care. And it all stays in the Treasure Valley. So that's why I thought it was really important that it, the money stays here. Yeah, um, it, you know, and that's awesome because, uh, I mean, when you think about it, all the great thing about Busted Out of Boise is just that, you know, all the day-to-day stuff that you have to go through and that you have maybe concerns about or things that give you anxiety about being able to accomplish as you're going through all the treatments that you have to to survive cancer. Uh, it's just an amazing thing to be able to fill that gap of stuff that needs to get done, right? Yes. Because sometimes you're just too tired to do anything. And there's also, when the first time I had it, I was a single mom. But thankfully, I had um, really good support with my family. 
And so they were able to help me with my son. And I didn't know about busting out of Boise back then. But it's a testament to you and your story that you decided to, you know, not only to have you had to deal with this nightmare two times over, but also now you're using the fact that you're in remission again and cancer-free to be able to come on through and help out other people that are dealing with this particular situation. It's got to feel good to give back a little bit, I imagine, too, right? Oh, yes, it does. And, of course, uh, for those of you that haven't been out to Good Apple Tap House, it's a fantastic place to get a bunch of fantastic local brews and then of course Uncle Bob's you had mentioned is very near some great pizza as well so while the event is 21 and over it's certainly there are things to do where you can bring out the family and, and try to raise as much money as possible during this benefit right? Yes correct. Can we can we ask what actually made you decide to organize this benefit? Was it just the thought of, of giving back or is there a little bit more of a story behind that? No it's just the thought of giving back this year because I don't know I just felt like I, I needed to after going through it the second time and I've been fortunate enough to have such good family and friends support and I just wanted to help others. I'm going to cry. Oh, Karen. Well, listen, we, yeah. we, we appreciate everything that you've done. We are happy that you are here to share your story of your friends and family helping you through. And it is certainly amazing that you are donating your time and your money and trying to get as many people together as possible to raise some money for Busting Out of Boise, which sounds like a fantastic charity that helps out a lot of women here in the Treasure Valley. So thank you for sharing your story. Let's get some people out there. Let's uh, have ourselves some pizza and some beverages and some good time and hopefully raise a bunch of money for this event coming up on the 13th. So, Karen, uh, best of luck. Thank you very much for the time. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, super ins- inspirational. Thank you. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. Up for grabs here, we got tickets to next week's show at the Rev Center on Tuesday. It is some 41 and Simple Plan. So, should be a fun show. We'll get you those tickets. You figure out bad impressions here. Boom, you're in. Yeah, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little thing we like to call bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around a very famous person. If you can figure out who that person is in three clues or less, then boom, tickets to this become yours, and hopefully you become happy. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Morning, man. What's your name? All right, Tim, you're up first. Good luck. It's going good. Nick uh, replies to you now. Uh, I've starred in movies like The Reboot of Red Dawn, Cabin in the Woods, and Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, oh, Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Good job, Frankie, Tim. Mate. Hang on one second. Is it because you mentioned it was his birthday already today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, listen... I mean, other than bad news, there's not a lot of good celebrity news. Okay, so we're back to birthdays. How old is Chris Hemsworth? Uh, Chris Hemsworth is 39 years old. All right. Uh, next year's the big 4-0, baby. Yeah, but uh, he's he's busy, as uh, we talked a little bit earlier. I mean, at some point, that untitled Hulk Hogan biopic is going to come out on Netflix. Uh, we'll see when that is. Of course, uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, just passed Ragnarok on the list of, uh, of uh, movies as far as money goes for that movie. Crazy. And then uh, Extraction 2 is uh, is in post-production right now and will be hitting, I think, 2023 on Netflix. Oh, damn, he's already filmed it, huh? Yeah, very nice. Uh, congratulations. Have you? Did you watch that Spiderhead movie that's out there? I, I have not, just because I don't have any interest in it. It yeah, doesn't no. look anything that... And then you said it was terrible. It's awful. Listen, when you say something is terrible, I, I believe you. 
It's when you say something's good that I'm like, eh, I don't know. But it's like, a weird what, dynamic. Give me an example of something I've told you to watch that you've hated. Uh, Buster Scruggs. Uh, I did not tell you to watch it. No, you watched but it either before way, me. I, here's the thing. When you, you tell me it. you love a movie and I watch it and the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this is garbage. I'm not going to watch it. Then then that tells me that I have to be somewhat careful about the things that you like. But like, see, that to me is a different thing because Buster Scruggs is an anthology. It's a bunch of, you didn't even get past the first story. I know. There's like three other ones in there. I, that, the, the other three stories must be just as garbage -erous. He just turned it off because the dude was singing in the first part and it drove him yeah, crazy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have the rest of it. It's not a musical, just in case you're curious. But Either way, it's great. so here's the thing. I do take what you say. Uh, it's, it's very important to me. Uh, but so. I, it, 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 the weird thing about the Spiderhead is it's good for like the first hour and then it gets really dumb and then they decide to turn it into a really stupid action movie and it gets really, really dumb. And uh, yeah. it, I feel like it could have been good, but uh, I, I, I almost feel like Chris Hemsworth was miscast. Like, they felt like they had to turn it into an action movie because it was him, and uh, they didn't have to. It would have been fine if they went another route, and they didn't. But, listen, no doubt about it, there's certainly more hits than misses when it comes to Chris Hemsworth's career. So, I'm not holding that against him by any stretch. I'm still a very big fan and very excited for whatever they're going to do with this Hulk Hogan movie. Although, I am secretly hoping it's kind of a comedy and played for laughs. Yeah, I hope so. Hope so. I, I don't know how serious they're going to take it, but I feel like that might be a mistake if they try to make it too serious. Yeah, it could get, could go real fast right. in the burn section. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Pop Evil Eye of the Storm here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Quite the Thursday show. We talked about Tommy Lee's hog. We talked about a We're Going to Hell story that involved a dude's hog. There were lots of things going on with naked men on hog the heaven. show today. Uh, and we hell, we got to Hulk Hogan and we didn't even talk about his hog, which we probably could have considering his past and the racist voicemails. All that stuff was left out of Listen, the show today. Yeah, we're trying to clean it up. Can't get to everything, I suppose. But we also had a chance to give away some Sum 41 and Simple Plan tickets, so that's a good thing. Reminder, uh, we're going to be out broadcasting live today. Adam will be uh, the X-Fest ticket hit at the Getaway Bar. It's happening at 512 12th Avenue in Nampa from 6 until 8 o'clock tonight. Swing on by, grab yourself some X-Fest tickets for free, and hang out with Adam in the process. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yes, keep talking about hogs. Uh, immediately, uh, the wife was on the way. She heard that whole thing this morning. Uh -huh. Immediately went to go look at uh, his uh, Facebook page. Tommy Lee's? Yeah, and then uh, told her friend, and her friend had then uh, taken um, screenshots and then started sending them to the family. So now your she's kids like, have photos like, of No, and she was like, please don't put that on the group text, because we're on a group text, because that's everybody's going to Vegas this next week. It's like, God, man. That's You're welcome. So now, now you definitely have seen Tommy Lee's hog. No, 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 no. She didn't send it to me. Plus, I'm not even sure how I feel about that. First, immediately, wife goes look at Tommy Lee's junk. You probably shouldn't feel great about it, if we're being perfectly honest. But you know what? Uh, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. Big J Listen, nobody's Tommy Lee. I'll put it that way. I mean, that's that's crazy talk. I mean, that's a whole other appendage. I mean, we're talking a whole different ballgame here. Yeah, so, yeah uh, you're right. I, I can't everybody's feel about that. jealous about that. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by T-Mazda. I'm sure they'll be happy to connect to this to conversation. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with T-Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That's it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.